0: thank you for downloading our podcast. This is the second last podcast for 2017.
1: Yes, yeah, so we talked about fake boobs, whether they're <laughs> hot or not.
2: Thanks for the memories.
1: Hey. Yay. Uh, Tracy Spicer called through to the show yeah. as well. She was a bit of a delight.
2: She was. She was a delight.
1: She did make me cry.
2: She did make you cry, but that yes. wasn't her, yes, it wasn't mm.
1: her. Mm. I don't know if it, that's in the podcast or not. So. I, I'm sure no, it, will it will be. be.
2: Yeah, okay. will We be. went
1: off air for a while, so we don't know what was recorded. No, that's true.
0: Yeah, good point. The transmi- did, no one told us what happened. Did the transmitter catch on fire? That's what I heard. Had heard someone from Nova that was there with an angle grinder and fuel and trying to sabotage us. Really? It's <laughs> <is> the rumours. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Ugh. Yeah. Ugh.
0: Someone stormed out of there and went up the hill and sorted it out. Hey, hey, hey. All right. Let's play today's show.
3: Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit 105.
1: Tracy Spicer. Tracy Spicer. I've
4: got Tracy Spicer here.
1: Yeah, oh, I do love this lady. Especially after a TED talk, I fell in love mm. with her even more. Tracy Spicer joins us, author and broadcaster. Good morning. Ah, oh, that's so lovely, good morning I do wish you, you were on for maybe a better topic though To be completely honest with you um,
4: yeah, It's not too cheery, that's it's for not,
1: sure yeah. It's not cheery but it's something that needs to be done And look, there has been headlines over in America And headlines here in Australia talking about sexual harassment claims And you have encouraged women to come forward And a lot of women have come forward to you um, I'm disgusted at the number because there is over 500 women Claiming that they have been um, sexually harassed Is that correct?
4: Well, I'm afraid to tell you it's reached more than a thousand now. And I don't know whether you also saw this morning Time magazine has released its person of the year and the person of the year is actually all the women who they're calling silence breakers in America who broke the Harvey Weinstein story and then created the Me Too movement. So this is an absolute phenomenon in history.
1: Now, what sort of claims are we talking about? Are there allegations
4: of, uh, of rape as well? Oh, yes. We're talking about... Serial sex offenders and serial sexual harassers, some of which have been involved in cases of rape. And let me give you a really telling example of how hard it is for women to come out with these stories. I had an email from a woman yesterday who is aged 93 And she was sexually assaulted in her workplace when she was an 18-year-old. She hadn't told anybody until she sent the email to me because she felt that whole internalisation of the shame. Somehow she felt like it was her fault that she was molested and harassed by her boss. And it's only because of this Me Too movement that she has the confidence to come out and talk about it. Mm. It is because it's very empowering to know that, I guess, other
1: women are behind you as well. Because you you sort of feel like, not wanting to say anything, there's many different reasons where you're kind of like, did I give the wrong impression or will I lose my job? And they shouldn't be concerns that people are, but it's a reality of the situation.
4: You've hit the nail on the head, and then on top of that, there's the fear that you're going to be blacklisted within your own workplace. Mm. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's taken a bit longer for women in Australia to come out compared with America, because we have such a small media entertainment industry here. Mm. We're a relatively small country on a global scale. People think, gosh, if I speak out, particularly women living in a regional or a rural area, I'm never going to be able to work in this town again. So there's Mm. that fear of them being shamed for something that's not their fault.
2: There is the other side of it too Tracy, where uh, as a man um, I'm disgusted with my entire sex at the moment and I felt like we were really making some real progress towards equality it's, only, it's
0: not every it's, man doing it it's a handful it's,
2: can, it's you more know. than that though and every time you wake up it's another one and you think what is going on and it's just it's really yeah. affecting the males as well I think
4: yeah, and the problem is that that kind of behaviour in the workplace and down the street has become normalised over decades. And so I've got a lot of very close male friends who've said to me, gosh, I wish I had have spoken out on behalf of some of my fema- female colleagues yeah, earlier. Yeah. But we all just laughed it off because we became accustomed to laughing it off. So there's a huge cultural shift that's happening at the moment and men and women have a great part to play in helping move it forward and protect workplaces for women ongoing. I,
0: th- I think that's the main thing what you said there, Tracy, is that- as a man, I think it's our job, if you're seeing it, to say something. Don't just ignore it. Don't walk past it. Mm. Make sure you actually step up and help someone out who you see who is struggling.
4: Yeah, that bystander effect is really powerful, and I've spoken to a few psychologists about this. It's actually hard for men to do that because of the code of mateship that there is in Australia, right? Mm. So a lot of the men who saw things that were happening in let's say the Don Burke case wanted to speak out but felt that they would be judged badly by the other men because it became a little bit of a clubby atmosphere that they would be judged as less than masculine if they spoke out against what Don Burke was doing. So we've got to break down this bystander effect and say it's actually a really great thing for men to do to be a good bystander, to stand up and to you know, speak out when women are being treated like this.
1: I know that you can't say too much because there are lawyers that are are looking into it, but are there more household names that we are
4: going to hear about? Yeah, there are lots, I'm sad to say, and I know this has been categorised as a name and shame campaign, it's most certainly not that. It's about bringing the public awareness to this problem and creating structures in the workplace and society that where we can protect women ongoing in the workplace. We're talking to government ministers, we're talking to the heads of business about what we can do to change, so yes, this will go on for a very long time.
0: Um, uh, Tracy, you and you say as much as you're comfortable with saying, but you are in a very high profile position and have been on, on the T V, on the radio, you've you've done a lot of writing. Have you experienced this over your career?
4: I have and I wrote about a lot of the instances in my book, The Good Girl Stripped Bear. You know, being groped and grabbed at Christmas parties by executives, being treated as someone who is valued more for their appearance than for what they did. And I saw a lot of this happening around me. So really it's a shame on all of us for not speaking up earlier, the fact that it became so normalised. And I also speak about in my book about how what a protection racket it was that executives knew about it, that women did complain, but nothing was done because it was seen to be the price that women had to pay for a high-rating program or, mm. you know, a, a really big star. They couldn't bring down the really big star because he brought in too much money. And that's what we're seeing with a lot of the other names who are invested at the moment
0: Hmm. well uh, do you when are you gonna have it all ready to roll do you know are you
4: it's a long-term project because I've got the wonderful investigative units of the ABC and Fairfax on board and it took us about five to six weeks to research deeply the Don Burke case we will be rolling these out over a period of years and there's certainly no intention to you know put out a list of names in some kind of medieval way. These will be properly yeah. researched, run by lawyers because you don't want you know, you don't want false accusations floating around. That's counterproductive. Mm. So yes, there will be more names coming out in the next couple of months and they will be robustly researched.
0: You're right over there?
1: Yeah, I'm okay.
0: Sorry, Tracy, that we just got to
1: No, I'm okay. No 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 just... Oh, Abby, are you okay?
4: I'm so sorry. Talking about this stuff can be very re-traumatising for women. And to anyone who's listening, if this is bringing up issues for you as well, please seek counselling because it is incredibly distressing to bring up these issues again. Uh,
0: look, Tracy, uh, thank, thank, you. thank you. Thank you so much for coming on this morning. Uh, we know Abs has wanted to talk to you for a very long time um, and we really appreciate you coming on the air and uh, and having a chat with us this morning.
4: Oh, thank you for talking to me and really appreciate you bringing, shedding more light on this important issue. Thank you. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105.
0: Uh, If you've just joined the show, Tracy Spicer was on the air with us. Um, We were discussing the fact that she has over a thousand women who've come forward. Um, and said that they've had, they've been sexually harassed in the workplace. Yeah,
1: And I burst into tears because Matt did a mistake. You asked a girl that didn't look like she was okay, if she was okay.
0: Well, as you know. (laughs) It's like when
1: someone goes, don't hug me, don't hug me.
0: I get really (laughs) nervous around emotion and I think you, you meant to do something here. And so my first reaction is to say, you're all right.
1: I just feel like at the moment there's a lot of conversations about it. And I think there could be a lot of people having, um, a, a reaction to it. And I was as well, because there's things in my past, which I just wish, I spoke up about or not even speak about, but you know what I really do? I wish that I didn't blame myself for it mm-hmm. because I look back on that scenario and I was too, there's something happened and I was too embarrassed and humiliated to tell anyone about it mm-hmm. because I a hundred percent thought that it was my fault. And I look back as a woman now on the situation and go, I was so young and I would just blame myself. I was like, Oh my God, I must've been too flirty. Mm. And then I look at think now and I go, there was no, no scenario where that would have been acceptable, regardless yeah. of how I acted when the peer person was in a superior position to me mm. and of a huge age gap. And Even
0: if they're not of a superior.
1: No, but I'm just saying it wasn't, it wasn't two people in the club.
0: Mm. Do you yeah. know?
1: Yeah. Um, and that's how it was treated. And as if I was capable adult, that was it, just everything about it. Now looking back was wrong, but at the time I was so humiliated and embarrassed mm. that I didn't want to tell anyone about it. The only person I did tell was a male colleague and they ma- made sure that we weren't in a room together mm. alone. Mm-hmm. But even then they shouldn't have had to. No. So I just think if anyone's, you know, listening to this, if if you don't want to come forward, I'd encourage you to, but I completely understand why you wouldn't because I didn't want to lose my mm. job. Mm. But I just feel like the blame of yourself is, is inappropriate. You know, and I don't want to, and I get scared as well, because there's a lot of guys going, oh, how do we act? You know, and stuff like that. I go, let's not be stupid. What I experienced was very different than people making little jokes.
0: Mm. Um, Oh, apparently this is not going to air. Our transmitter has, (gasps) our (laughs) transmitter, like.
2: Apparently we're off air. Apparently
0: the transmitter has fallen over uh, on the. Well,
2: the then up- I'm just, I can say anything
0: <laughs> The is, though, that this will be captured somewhere on a recording we're if, still, we're not, we're if we're not on stream- air. Yeah, we're still streaming. Uh, we are still streaming, so if people are listening online. I will say say this. I
1: feel like I'm shaking, <clears> but that makes better. Then let's ignore this. I don't this. know. We're going to no, no. replay it
0: somewhere. Continue. <laughs> I would say this uh, as well as a as a man who's been, all I've ever done is worked in this entertainment mm. industry. Mm. I worked at Macca's before that.
1: Oh, can I just say um, it's not with this workplace? Can I just make that clear? Because okay. I've worked here for a very oh, long time. I don't
0: think anyone jumped to that <laughs> conclusion. But anyway, no, <laughs> no. Speak up, say something, and, you know, we've been having this conversation for the last couple of weeks about where is the line now and stuff like that. I would also say don't be afraid to say to someone, am I crossing the line yeah, here? 100%. 100%. I percent we live in a time now where, you know, we are going to have inappropriate conversations when you get friendly with someone. Ask the question, go, yeah. oh, look, was that offensive or should I not? Have that weird conversation. But you guys even first. thinking
1: it means that you actually are quite gentlemen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think all the people that have crossed the line, they never think that they no. are or they think that they, it's their right to.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Should I ask you if you're okay again?
1: <laughs> I feel a little bit better.
0: Good. Good good on, good on you for, for speaking up.
1: But it just, yeah, for, for any of the women listening and it does trigger some sort of emotion, I encourage you to talk to someone about it.
3: Stav, Abby and Matt. On
1: Hit 105. Alrighty,
0: tomorrow we're going to play... Alpha Bucks, 7, 8 a.m., your chance to pick up $10,000 cash. It is going to be the final Alpha Bucks for
2: 2017. And
1: your letters for tomorrow are G and M. General Motors.
2: Yes. GM. GM. General Manager. Ah, come on. Come
5: Brisbane has my favorite nickname of any city. Does anyone know what that is? Bris Vegas. It's Arj
0: Barker. <laughs> Hey, uh, very happy to have this guy in, very, very funny man playing the powerhouse. Go to BrisbanePowerhouse.org, Arj Barker. Good morning. Good morning.
1: The organic tour. I like uh, you're just surrounded by Leafs. I've seen all the promo shots.
5: Yeah, it's kind of an organic feel, although I do wear clothing during the show.
1: So excited because I'm a female who's obsessed with stationery. Uh-huh. And you've just walked in with a notepad. Is that just the s- secret of life in there? Like, um, What do you keep? What does Arj Barker, one of the most funniest comedians, keep in his notebook?
5: As a comedian, it's handy to have a notepad with you at all times to write down if you get a good idea. Although these days you can use the phone, mm, yeah. but it's still something nicer about putting pen to paper. Yeah. Mm. So I have this one, but originally I used it to make notes when I was learning uh, piano oh. by YouTube. And so on the cover you'll see it says Jazz Secrets, (laughs) but but then it sort of it sort of transitioned over to a comedy notepad, and I thought that's kind of cool anyway. Jazz Secrets, what what does that even mean? Yeah, terrible. (laughs) Is it YouTube? But it's a hobby, so there's no pressure. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. YouTube is wonderful. You can learn anything on there. You can literally learn anything, and I've started to add into the into the pile of 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 informational videos. So so I think you know, it's one thing to always go there and learn stuff, but at some point, we all have the ability to c- contribute. We all yeah. know something. Mm-hmm. So put it on film. Mm. You know, I put a one video up on how to roll a garden hose. Uh, see, that's <laughs> that's handy. <gasps> Can you do one for it, me? It, it already has, you know, 5,000 views. That's not a lot. Yeah. There, there's there's already... Like, what's the trick? There's, like, 10 other garden hose videos on there already. <laughs> right. What's the, oh, the, what's trick, the is, trick to it? The trick is... The problem is a lot of people just try to wind it circular mm. and, it, and it eventually it starts contorting and fighting you. The trick is to twist the, uh, twist the hose oh. uh, while, while winding it. So oh. you, you have to twi- literally just twist it in one direction. Oh, and, yeah. that, oh, then do a- and that sets the physics so that it will roll in a perfect circle. Can people request yeah, yeah. one from so you? So it's not just rolling, it's not it's just winding in a circle. You have to literally twist the hose. Like you're giving it. A, d- do you have that thing where you do your like younger brother like a Chinese w- burn? Well, I, yeah, I was trying yeah, to avoid uh, right uh, term, but um, hey, I'm, yeah. burn. I'm sure maybe that won't offend people <laughs> yeah, up here, but yeah. in Queensland. But um, uh, yeah, an arm yeah, you know, burn. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But trying to be PC. About I always want
1: to do a fitted sheet. So if I request different videos from you, you could do like the how-to by Arj Barker. A
5: fitted sheet. Like how to fold it. That'd be a good one too. Oh, uh, the ones with
2: the bloody yes, elastic yes. on the side. Mm. It's impossible. Yeah. But maybe there's a way. You don't know how to do it? No. You it's, should do the, the one with but, how you put them on.
1: I do do that. Like mm. I you have, have a good to jump. technique. Yeah, <laughs> I sit on the bed and I jump and put it over and then go back down and jump and put it over. And
2: don't get
5: discouraged, but if you go on YouTube, there'll be 50 videos how to do that already. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> you, you know. got to do something to make sure so you it stand out. Yeah, okay. you have to make so we made our own series me and Stephen Gates from tripod. Mm-hmm. It's called Do It Myself. And um, basically we teach people how instead of do it yourself, it's do it myself. Mm-hmm. That's our like little it's our fun thing. And uh it's uh it's it's a lot of fun we've been doing that diy projects dog stairs uh garage storage all that stuff yeah right just giving a little back mm. and that's, <laughs> that, that, that's a hobby on the side you know being a comedian still my job yeah but i still have free time to do other stuff so
0: I'm... the organic tour are yeah you, what about it are you are you a <laughs> vegan because i've heard you commercial you're talking about like animal cruelty free and and i'm some not like a that? vegan
5: right. although I admire the people that are able to do that, and one day perhaps I wouldn't. Um, ideologically, I think it's a great idea. Also, I know that you know f- it's good for the environment. You know, uh, raising the cows and stuff is mm. one of the big contributors yeah. of, of, uh, of 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 uh, um, ozone harming ga- uh, gases and whatnot. But I'm not so. Um, I,
0: he, I mean, I know I could save the planet, but God, I love steak. I so. love bacon too much.
2: That's my problem. It would rule me out of it. I didn't know it if it was. M-
0: we'll
5: we'll m- watch a few uh, docos on Netflix about about the meat industry. <laughs> it really actually, and uh, that'll a, probably put you off
2: no, it for a while. No, I'm a horrible person that doesn't discourage me at all. That's terrible, isn't it? It should. Yeah, yeah. No. I, eat, I eat bacon in front of pigs. Do you know? Like I'm not. I mean, that's
1: kid. no. That's weird. That's yeah. more evil.
0: <laughs> it's not his fault. The pigs are walking by when he's having a breakfast.
1: If <laughs>
2: people
0: yeah. want to walk their
2: pigs no, in the I'll morning, specifically hunt them out. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: you're playing the powerhouse right up until the 17th of December. That's right. Um, and then uh, obviously getting out of town for Christmas. Yeah. Might sure. hang around.
5: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, can get... uh, actually, I'm heading down to Melbourne. Yeah. Oh, nice. And spend it spend it with some friends and family down there. So. Beautiful
0: uh, Well the Brisbane is the place to go Buy your tickets there uh, Jabarka, The Organic Tour Good to see you this morning mate Thanks for stopping yeah, by Yeah thanks Thank you Stav,
3: Abby and Matt On Hit
4: 105
6: Hi, I'm Gary Meegan, and I do a little show on Podcast One called A Plate to Call Home, and it's about fascinating people all centred around food. This is a show for foodies, but it's more than that. It's a show about the people and the stories behind food. I think you know that I'm obsessed by food. Everything in my life revolves around it, and I love nothing better than to spend a little time talking about people that are equally as passionate, sharing their stories, and getting to know what makes them tick. It's called A Plate to Call Home, and it's available on the Podcast One app or on podcastone.com.au. Who knows? I want want you to tell her the
4: truth. You
1: can't handle the truth. I want us to be mature about this, and I honestly do want an answer because it was such a weird debate my husband and I were having. Because I've always said that, to be honest, that I wanted to have a breast reduction. Mm. And now I've lost weight and had kids or whatever. I was like, maybe I just want to lift. Right, And it's something that I've always wanted because I did ballet and I always hated having large breasts because they're uncomfortable. Mm. And it's uncomfortable with sports bras and I used to always round my shoulders. Mm. Every time I go to a ki- chiropractor or a physio, they're like, put your shoulders back. Mm. I'm like, no, but then I feel like I'm like, hello, presenting. Oh, right. So I round my shoulders. Mm. Did
0: it, g- it would give you back problems yeah. as well, right? Yeah. It's like having a backpack on the well, front all the time. It's mainly because
1: one's bigger than the other. So mm. I get really bad pain on that side. Wow. Yeah, so I just want to even them up. Anyway, try not to stare at that if you see me. Oh, <laughs> he's talking to me. I'm like, I'm definitely making eye contact. But my husband, we were down on the beach. We'd go down to Little Nippers on Sunday, and a lady walked past, and she was quite... She had large breasts. hmm and I looked at my husband after because you just go, she was wearing a little string bikini, like just n- mm. nipple ones.
0: Don't worry, he's thinking, can she see through these lenses? <laughs> no, don't stay, like glance past, back and past Hey, you're married, you're not dead,
1: whatever. <laughs> so I, I looked at and I said, what were, what were you thinking? And he goes, no, what were you thinking? And I was like, I was thinking I didn't like fake. And he's like, oh, I was thinking the opposite. Mm. I was like, really? Do you really like that look? He goes, I think it was beautiful like no you don't he's like don't tell me what i like <laughs> And i was like okay i was like i just don't think guys really like fake breasts do they and then i was like maybe you don't like a lot of women mm. that do it don't do it for guys no. they do it because they're like i feel more comfortable filling out clothes mm. and if that's the case good for you because i'm going to do my own thing as well yeah but then i was driving back in the car after and we were going to go to a party mm. and i started putting on makeup and he goes to me what are you doing <laughs> and i said what do you mean he goes, don't do that. I like it when you're natural. Like, Are you kidding me? You've right. just been encouraging me yeah. that the biggers the better and now you're saying it's natural. Mm. And I want to know what you guys honestly think. Do you like
0: fake? I, I personally don't like them. Not a fan. Esther has said to me she wants, now that we're finished having kids, she wants to get hers done. Mm. Um, and I have said, no, I don't. I, I'm not a fan. A, ma- a mate of mine, his girlfriend had had them. Um, they broke up. Were very expensive for him to not have them anymore. Um, and I just remember seeing her change, and it can—I comp- don't know. I just—is it
1: just not a body part that you're interested in, though? To be honest,
0: because everyone's well, no. got different. I like—I like them. Okay, I'm a fan of them, but um, mm-hmm. the, the fake ones—I I don't know. I—I I like the natural look. Is my thing.
1: Well, thirteen, ten, sixty. Anyone can give their opinion,
2: staff I've never experienced them. Huh. Right. So.
1: Not even. I just meant to look, though. Like, if you've oh, seen celebrities yeah. that have had them done.
2: Yeah, no, I'm more of a fan of the natural, I would say. Yeah. It depends how well they're done, too. It's going to be
1: confusing. It's just going to be up to the individual, isn't it? It
2: is, but sometimes you can really tell. I think if you can do it in see, a way I that you can't tell. I don't think I can tell. Mm. Oh, no, Scott you can, can, you can always you can tell, tell, and I can never tell. Can is that, tell.
1: that, is that tell. what it is? Yeah, they don't, don't move. Then you're going to stare for the bounce.
2: Yeah, well, you'd be staring anyway, wouldn't you? Mm.
0: Keep in mind, as men, we've done more research than you probably have. True, like, a lot Good more point. field
2: activity.
1: Oh, no, I have in, in bathrooms. Mm. When yeah. A lady has those done, they always offer.
2: And they feel different, though, don't they?
1: Yeah, some are really well done. Mm. But I could never tell before.
2: Yeah, right. Well,
0: 131060, uh, we want to hear from guys here. Tell the honest truth. Do you like them or do you not like them?
1: And girls can contribute as well.
0: I thought we were just doing guys,
1: but we can do well, it's girls' just as girls well. are called and I want to hear what they say, <laughs> yeah, that's I know. why I added that in. Oh, I was
0: yeah. kind of encouraging them not to call. Oh, but hey, look, anyway, 13 10 <laughs> <laughs> We'll just throw it out there. Yeah, yeah. This we'll flu- take anyone. This fluid yeah, world that we now live exactly. in. Exactly. Uh, 13 10 60 phones are open. We'll get you on next at Hit 105. Stav, Abby, and
1: Matt. On Hit 105. Huh?
4: I, want the truth. I want you to tell her the truth. You can't handle the truth.
1: Yeah, I do want the truth. I want to know if men out there prefer fake breasts or not. My husband and I have had a bit of debate about it because he's like, yes. I'm like, no, they don't. Maybe it's just him. I know that seems. <laughs> I don't think it's just him.
2: I, mean, I think it's case by case, but there's not just. Scotty. I've had a
1: lot of friends that have had it done, and I know that they 100% do it because they're like, "Oh, I want to. I want to feel comfortable. I've had kids mm. or whatever." But they've never gone. My husband wants me to, so mm. that's why it's hard to get my head. <laughs> would you though? If
0: Scotty said, "I really want them. Like, it's it's my Christmas
1: wish." Oh, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm bad poster girl for feminist. I would want to do what makes my husband happy as well. But there's nothing. There's nothing but wrong. He will with want that. what I want. Exactly.
2: You would never do that. You would never do that. So we're asking. The Question of turning ten sixty. What do you think about fake breasts? Do you like them or not? Andre Fortitude Valley. What are your thoughts? What's
6: going on? Hey. Um, well, I've experienced both, mm. and yes. let's just say that
0: natural was fine. There's no issues, but when you go with fake, I felt I was I was scared that I was going to
3: pop them. To be perfectly honest, yeah, I right. was yeah, too right. too gentle. Mm. Yeah. I didn't really know how
2: to handle it, mm. and it, you know. I pr- I prefer I prefer real, to be perfectly honest. Okay, you thank
0: you, thank you for your honest opinion. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you very much. Thirty ten sixty is the number. If you want to get involved here, fellas, uh, we'd love to chat to you. Jay, Colin is on the air this morning. Hi, Colin.
5: Morning, guys.
1: Colin, what do you prefer?
3: Oh, I like fake. You
1: like there fake. We go. All right, so what this is, is going to be confusing. What are okay. the
2: reasons, mate?
3: Um, well, my wife had her breast removed, mm-hmm. so. So she's got fake ones, and they look good as the originals.
2: Yeah,
1: right. Oh, and is that for, for cancer reasons? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, good for her. Mm. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. They, All you, right, thanks, guys.
0: No, no thank wait, you, Colin. Just before we run off, Colin, can I ask, is there, um, like, um, medic- like, help from the government and stuff like that, if, you get, if you're if you getting it for those reasons, do you get rebates?
3: No, not really. Oh, I thought you did. See, that's unfair, yeah. Colin. yeah. yeah.
1: I That's think. absolutely unfair, because I know that for, um, for reduction, you get some back on Medicare if it's for medical reasons. Mm. Yeah.
0: Breast cancer patients, are, it should completely be covered. It should be part of the treatment, mm. yeah. I You believe. would think. Yeah. But they're like,
1: we'll do removal, but then don't do insertion back.
2: My auntie had both her breasts removed. And she got fake nipples um, that uh, they stick on uh, to her new breasts. And yeah. she found it was amazing because if she, she could get her husband to do stuff, if she wanted him to do the dishes, she put a nipple on it. <laughs> she Look over here. Like, Stare into yeah, here. Yep, there we yep. go. Put, put notes on the fridge stuck with the nipple so he'd get the shopping done. Jamie, in
1: switch. what do you prefer? Hey, I definitely, definitely prefer natural. All natural.
0: And what makes you say that? Have you had them done before or...?
4: I haven't. No, I lived with two girls that both got them done and the transformation from their attitude went from amazing people to horrible people and I just think, stick with what you got. I have double Ds, I have stretch marks, mine hang down by my toes and I love it.
1: (laughs) So Jamie, why do you think that is? Is it just because it became all about, I guess, the vain reasons they got it done? Do you think that's what made them shift in their personality? Yeah, that's exactly right. Just a self, like, oh,
4: they just, everything was about them. Mm. Nothing was about anyone else. No one else in the world, uh, like, mattered at all. It was just all about them. And, you know, I'm engaged to a guy at the moment, but I swing both ways. Mm -hmm. Much prefer natural Every single step of the way. All right, <laughs> <Okay, laughs> thank you. Good to
1: know. The
0: attitude changes. is they don't put that line. in
1: the brochure for getting no. plastic surgery, do they? May
0: make you an may, idiot. <laughs> may make your personality change. <laughs> hey, uh, Ron, you're on the air, mate. Morning.
3: Good morning, everyone. What are your thoughts? Oh, mate, it's got to be natural. Mm. The feel, the bounce, the jiggle, the whole lot.
1: Do, do guys just prefer natural with everything? Some, yeah. I, I, I think
2: some guys, you know? Oh, great. Yeah. Sorry, I don't think there's going to be a blanket rule, though. I think some guys yeah. do and some guys don't.
0: I think you'll find, too, that the whole... Guys who love fake everything, I reckon that they would have bad attitudes at times, too. Mm. Mm. Oh, Just putting it out there.
1: Yeah, I should sell that to my husband. Oh, <laughs>
0: that's a good point. Well, he's a nice bloke. <laughs> but, no, I'm saying the guy I know what who... you mean. You know the it's one who that, goes for that that, that girl that who really he look? goes, you must have blonde hair... Blonde your hair Get your lips done Get your boobs done Get everything done yeah, yeah. Mm. It's kind of like Well why Why do you, you want to Change, change her so yeah. much Why would you yep. do that uh, Ron thanks for your call mate Appreciate it Thanks guys No problem mm. uh, Most of the fellas Have said real they like natural. real Natural mm. stuff mm. So um, But whatever you want to do They're yeah. yours I guess
4: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you Matt
0: <laughs> Stav, Abby
3: and Matt
4: On Hit 105 Hi, Tiffany Hall and Cass Dunn here. We are so excited to share with you our new show called Crappy to Happy. And Cass, there are so many ways to feel crappy. Absolutely. We're stressed, we're busy, overwhelmed, uh, eating too much sugar, emotional eating. Reading.
1: Oh my gosh, there's so
4: many. You're a personal trainer, I'm a psychologist. Together we've worked with thousands of people to help them improve their emotional, mental, physical well-being. It's going to be so much fun and you're going to learn a lot along the way. And so are we. And <laughs> so are we from each other. So go to podcastone.com.au and tune in. How about Magic Track?
0: Hey, this is a good night out. Uh, make sure you go and check them out. The Naked Magicians. Uh, go to nakedmagicians.com. Uh, the boys are in this morning. Hi. Good morning. Today. Welcome home. And clothed.
7: Yeah, we are clothed for the minute, though. I mean, we're happy to take stuff off at any moment that you guys say so. Um it'll come down to Abby or Stav asking for it I think. Well, I've oh, already okay. seen everything so I'm
2: okay Abby you want it?
1: Yeah, why not? Um <laughs> but you've been traveling all over what well, what to America how how have you guys just been loving it? Have you just been loved all over? Wow. I mean, that came out <laughs> That's not a phrase we normally
3: use, but uh, loved all over. <laughs> yes. People so are, are enjoying the, the show as show, well, isn't it? Yeah. which I is mean, the best like,
7: part. all yeah.
1: over the country. Have they just been loving the Aussies?
7: It's, it's changed our lives. You know, we started the show here in Brisbane a few years ago. Uh, in
3: the last two years, we've been to, uh, I don't know how many countries. Yeah, we did it is. 55 cities around North America this year.
0: What well, was uh, nice is I,
2: I opened for the show here in Brisbane.
0: When it first started.
2: Did, uh, that yeah. was it. I did Eat until They did a world tour, left me behind. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, they. they there wasn't
2: a day that we didn't think about you.
0: <laughs> Plus, you know what they say: Is they improve on the next show always. You know, like make changes. Do
1: you, you have get. an opening act anymore?
7: Uh, no, there, it was just that one time because uh, we were playing Brisbane and we wanted someone great. And Stab, you were amazing. Stop it. Hey, you were. We had a. We we were lucky enough to do a, a season on London's West End, and wow. uh, we had an opening act there, a, a female stand-up comedian that was just absolutely hilarious. And that's the only time we've had an opening act. Otherwise, it's just an hour and a half of uh, Mike and I on stage with our sleeves up and pants down. Mm. Hey, that's a good phrase. Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> Didn't you have?
2: A, you had a run-in with uh, Ben Stiller while you were over there. Oh, that
3: was crazy. That, like yeah, that was like our first thing too. That was. That was in New York. Uh, we were filming for. Was it Huffington Post? Yeah, we were doing like a live thing with the Huffington Post. Yeah, it was in actually the. Their, uh, their office in, in, New York and we're doing some magic there. It was like a Facebook Live thing for HuffPost and then Ben Stiller was also in the building and he sort of walked behind us as we were performing. And, uh, like all the people that are watching the little show that we're doing, we kind of lost it. And, uh, and he was like, he, cause he's walked past and we were naked yeah. at the time, yeah. right? Oh, wow. Just with a top hat covering <laughs> our magic wands. And, uh, so he gave us that kind of like weird sort of, um, you know, uh, ben Stiller face that he does and kind of ran off he ran so away we wanted to try to like some tricks that was like a weird moment for us because yeah, we'd you...
7: just gone to America we just started there and and then we were doing this thing with Huff Post, which was crazy enough and then we, we spun around and then Ben Stiller was like standing right yeah. behind us staring at our naked bodies and I did I, I fangirled and I, you I can't did.
1: run up and put your hand out to shake at that point can you? <laughs> Not, well, no. Yeah. no
7: no <laughs> Yeah. Otherwise, he'd be Hands grabbing our long cane pollies, Yeah, cheese <laughs> <Jeez> Louise. The <laughs> amount of
1: terms that you guys would have for your mm-hmm.
3: tackle.
7: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> what yep. do you go for? That?
0: I don't know. I'm just. I must admit, I don't quite often sit around and talk about wangs with with. Dudes, but you but haven't
7: that's, lived. That's yeah. yeah,
0: I know, I know. So, do you guys are you guys naked when you walk on stage, or is it do you gradually get naked? We actually
3: start the show fully clothed, and we like to get the audience to work for it a bit, have a laugh, enjoy the magic, all that sort of stuff, and we slowly work our way into it, uh, work our way into the nudity. It's kind of like a first date, you know. Well, it's in the date, it's in a date. Yeah, when you we guarantee, guarantee the yeah,
5: yeah.
3: by the end of the night. So, but we do promise that we get fully naked uh, in the show, especially in Australia. In, in America, we actually had to keep. Uh, our, uh, our magic wands uh, covered we had to wear these little socks over yeah. our oh, really? and it was it? Crazy. it was a big sock I had a big sock Chris had a little <laughs> sock
7: but we just weren't allowed to show the actual thing and it was like we played in Texas we played a few cities there and they have an open carry law which means they can have their guns mm. holstered so there are people in a the theatre with booze and guns wow. but we, we weren't allowed to show out
1: and is that uh, for every state in America?
7: It was yeah. It, it's like a theatrical, wow. uh, like Lick a like licensing thing. thing. It's yeah. like a boring thing, but it, it was crazy, and and, uh, and you
2: got protested by the Westboro Baptist Church, didn't you? That, that was of nuts. You,
3: yeah, that was in Kansas. <laughs> it was Kansas State, I think Topeka, which is. Uh, yeah, so they—that was kind of cool. We knew that the Christians in the that. south wouldn't love us? <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 It was
7: crazy. Like uh, for anyone that doesn't know them, they're the guys that protest uh, at funerals and like uh, events. They—I know they did Keith they did Urban's Keith Urban. concert yeah. over yeah. there, wow. and uh, yeah, Mike FaceTimed me, and there were these people marching in front of the theatre holding up these signs like repent or go to hell Yeah, seems...
1: and you were like yay we've made it yeah
7: there, there's no better marketing in the world yeah. uh, in my opinion than West Baptists Baptist protesting us. get show. that
0: on Instagram quick did you get pictures yeah yeah, oh, yeah.
7: yeah. it's, on, it's, on, it's on our Instagram <laughs> yeah
3: naked magicians there you go
0: uh, well you guys you can see you naked magicians dot com uh, thanks for coming in boys great to see you get tickets and go and check out the show sounds like a lot of fun
7: we, we can't wait it's our first time playing uh, Australia since mm. uh, 2015 so we're coming back Uh, to do everything he's doing wick,
3: (laughs) Ah! zing so they actually go on sale today and we're playing uh, we're playing the Brisbane Comedy Festival what 20th to the 25th of March yeah I'm going to go to all the shows (laughs) I'll see you there buddy great Stav Abby and Matt
4: on Hit 105
6: Hi, I'm Gary Megan, and I do a little show on Podcast One called A Plate to Call Home, and it's about fascinating people all centred around food. This is a show for foodies, but it's more than that. It's a show about the people and the stories behind food. I think you know that I'm obsessed by food. Everything in my life revolves around it, and I love nothing better than to spend a little time talking about people that are equally as passionate, sharing their stories, and getting to know what makes them tick. It's called A Plate to call Home and it's available on the Podcast One app or on podcastone.com.au Hello everyone, Santa here and this is my hotline I've always wanted one of those
1: Christmas!
0: It's it's fast approaching (laughs) You know what I love about Santa too? He moves with the times Hmm. I reckon he's gone I am so sick of getting letters. Yeah. so he's having to read them. Now now
1: he just gets... Phone messages. Phone messages. Yeah, I know the, um, next year we're going to do text messages.
2: The naughty list is on his iPad.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. There was a are...
2: moment there where it crashed and he thought he lost them all, but he got it back. So.
1: <laughs> oh, it was he's on the cloud? Yeah. It's got the same technology as us. Uh, but look, we do have Santa's phone number and we've given out to all the parents just to remind um, Santa if their kids has been naughty or nice.
0: Yeah, 38- Three seven one two three four. That's 38371234. Let's see what Santa has received recently. Thanks for calling Santa's
4: Hotline. Hello, Santa. You need to know about Charlie because she's being very naughty, Santa. This is her little tantrum this afternoon that's been going on for nearly two hours. Do you want to tell Santa? No, I Are you sure? You're going to be a good girl, eh? Yeah. Do you need me to hang up? Yes. Yeah. Are you going to be a good girl? Yes. Yeah. Sorry, Santa. We don't need you now.
1: Hi, Santa. Just ringing in to let you know that Cooper and Kayla have been very naughty to their grandmother today while mummy was at work. So I just wanted to let you know you can decide whether or not you're going to bring Christmas presents to them.
4: Hi, Santa. Santa. He's gone. give me my phone. I did not hear you talk. You stop then? You stop? Lucy has been naughty tonight and she's got two smacks, but oh. not violent, <laughs> but, Lucy's gonna, right. but Lucy Lucy has promised to be a good girl so you can come visit for Santa, Lucy, Lucy you got to promise Santa, He tell Santa you got to be a good girl Hi Santa, I have my daughters here that would like to say something to you Hi Santa. Hi Santa, it's Summer and Hayley. Um, we're never ever going to hurt each other again, we promise. Bye Santa. Bye Santa. Hi Santa, um, I just need to let you know about Phoenix and Zaya, they stole an entire jar of Nutella from the pantry yesterday, they hid in their
0: wardrobe and ate the entire jar. Do you have anything to say?
4: Hi Santa. Did you steal the Natar? No. Are you sure? Because you had it all over your face. So. so I stole it. No. Oh well, you
6: better say sorry to Santa really quick.
4: Sorry, Santa. Bye. Sorry.
6: Sorry. Hello, Santa. I've told Brendan three times to stop filling up the sink in the bathroom with water and making a mess everywhere in the bathroom. So no no presents, no ninjago lego, nothing. All the stuff that he wanted in his letter he's not getting.
4: Thanks, Santa. Bye. Hi, Santa. I can't do this. It's funny. I have two naughty little girls that won't pick up their mess. So, you going to pick up your mess?
5: This is so funny. Hi, Santa. We came for our photos
4: just a couple of hours ago. And Frankie promised that she was gonna be a good girl, but uh, we're having a little bit of a problem here.
6: Uh, I'm gonna have another word to her, but I'm not sure if maybe you should put her back on the naughty list. Have you got anything to say to Santa?
5: (laughs) We might have to discuss this further and get back to you, Santa. Thank you, bye.
3: Abby and Matt
1: on Hit 105. Hey guys, you know how they say you should never go shopping when you're hungry? Yes. That's true. But I've learnt another scenario where you should never do it when you're hungry. And that is wrap up Christmas presents that involve chocolate. Because uh. I went to wrap up some presents for the teachers mm-hmm. were chocolates. and I was like, one for me, one for the tin, one for <laughs> me, one for the tin. You end up feeling really sick and the Ferrero shares I opened, I thought I'll open them and put them in cellophane because I've already eaten a few, uh-huh. and the cellophane's got smaller and smaller. <laughs> so you should never do that when you're hungry. You never do that Thanks. But no thanks.
0: You should never prepare food either.
1: Oh, when well, you
0: go, I'm hungry, gonna... <laughs> but the problem is, is you snack through yes. what you've cut up, and then when you get to the finished product, you're like, I'm not hungry yeah, anymore. you go, oh, I don't
1: need dinner. Thanks, guys. Mm.
0: My beard. hmm was only ever meant to be a short-term thing. Mm-hmm. Oh. I was going to just grow it and be like, see how I can do it. But then your wife liked it? Yes. But the problem is, is I've become a beard fiddler.
2: Oh, oh yes, you have. Yeah, and yeah. I
0: fiddle with it a lot. Uh-huh. And like, it's, a lot. And
1: it's annoying.
0: <laughs> Maybe for you.
1: Sorry, is that where I was going? No. <laughs>
0: But everything I do is annoying to it's you. It's kind of so like okay. you
1: say a statement, and, and then, then you like do you're the wise, beard. Like,
2: How wise was that Why, statement? See that's
0: wise men. I'm a wizard. Loo. Yeah.
2: That's that's
1: the
0: issue because sometimes I'll just sit there and fiddle with it, and my wife will be like, "What are you thinking about?" And I'm actually not thinking about anything except your beard. But then, not even that. I'm just sitting there. It's empty in there. like it's, <laughs> it's dark. <laughs> it's dank. It is black. <laughs> Nothing. And she'll be like, "No, tell me, tell me." And then we argue over not thinking about anything. We can't
1: We've never had a blank mind, so we don't understand how you guys can do that.
0: It is one of the most wonderful things about being a man. (laughs) So do the beard and the fiddly fingers. Thanks,
2: but no thanks. (laughs) Sorry, I was just (laughs) zoned out for a second there, yeah. It's lovely. Hey, Matt's beard. (laughs) While he does continue to fiddle with it, And I stare across the desk at him, fiddling with his beard, as he is doing now. It serves as a constant reminder to me that despite being a good seven to eight years older than you, (laughs) give or take a couple, ish, (laughs) ish, that at this stage of my life, I can still only grow a prepubescent beard that is patchy and sporadic. So when I do stroke it, (laughs) it's like feeling the Amazon jungle. Quite hairy in bits, but then deforestation has occurred <laughs> in, in other areas. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, Maddie's beard, <laughs> but no thanks.
3: Stav, Abby
2: and Matt.
4: On Hit 105.
0: Rightio, there we go. We're done. That is the show for the day. Uh, any extra business? So what we usually do here for the podcast. There doesn't have to be any. you have got our pool party tomorrow, so we've all got to go and prepare.
1: I think I just want to wish everyone a very Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the podcast. It's second to last one. Isn't yeah, it? That's I went too early. No, you died. don't know what my thing's going to be tomorrow. No, true. Tomorrow is going to be very different. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So
1: thank you for downloading <laughs> and uh, stay tuned for tomorrow when I welcome you into the next year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or tell you to have a shit Christmas. Hey? Who knows no, what will like happen? Christmas. Christmas is wonderful.
1: Good food.
4: Stav, Abby,
6: and Matt. Stav, Abby,
1: and Matt.